Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and today I am joined by a lovely, magical, musical woman who also loves to move her body and inspire others, and I am so grateful. Her name is Kalpana Raghuraman. Did I do it? Did I get your name? Amazing. (laughs) Nailed it. I've known this woman for years, and every time I go to pronounce her last name, I'm, like, scared. So... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, so a little bit about Kalpana, um, other than being totally dazzling and beautiful, um, she is a CF, a certified facilitator of access consciousness. She also dabbles in some yummy specialties of relationships done different. Talk to the entities being you certified facilitator. And she's also a three-day body facilitator. And when she's not busy doing that, traveling on the world, creating consciousness and inviting people to possibilities, this gorgeous woman also owns a dance company called Kalpana Arts. Did I say that right? Kalpana Arts? Kalp- yeah. Anyways, this All is good. the podcast where you don't have to get anything right. So I, I, I give that. myself permission to fuck it up every time. Um, so welcome, Kalpana. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm so thrilled. Me too. Um, so as um, the humanoids that we are, which is um, we know better than to try to plan every step in front of us. We started chatting before we got on to decide what we were going to chat about. And um, uh, there are so many possibilities with this beautiful woman. And one of the things that um, popped for us today to start with is really about uh, looking at the difference that we be and how the world tries to tell you what is different about you. And some of those things are like, you can see visually like, you know, this one doesn't match the, how does that go? One of these things is not like the other, that song. (laughs) Um, and Kalpana's story with that. So can you, can you give us a little bit about your background and where you grew up and who was around you and what that looked like? Yeah. So I was born and raised in the Netherlands, uh, in Europe, and I was raised in a very white neighborhood. And I am not. Oh wait, we have white. to tell people that you're not white because yeah, this is a yeah. this is a this is not a visual experience. Yeah, no, that's what okay. I was just saying. Like, and I was very not white or not very white at all. And so I had uh, my lovely Indian parents um, who are not white either. <laughs> and I used to also wear a bindi, which is like the thing that we put in India on your third eye. So I looked very different. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reminded about it every second uh, in school, especially, but also going on a bus or, you know, just in the world, basically very much um, had experiences of being teased and bullied for being different visually, as you rightly put it, um, Sarah. And that was, does that, uh, can I interrupt you really quick? Because I just saw something. Does that you, do, does that create you? As somebody who, so if, hmm, wow, sorry, something just went off in my world, but like desiring sameness desperately, like, were did you grow up desiring to be the same? And that's a total question. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, it's a 
great question. I think there was uh, there was definitely enough moments where I was like, why can't I just not look so weird? <laughs> but it was more like, why can't people just leave me the peep alone? Because it was also like, you're, I remember once I was in the back of the bus and going to school and I was, they were teasing, like, you know, I was teased for monkey or they were throwing peanuts at me. And at that moment, I was not necessarily wanting to be white, but I definitely wanted everybody to F off. You know, I just was really like, can you just give me a break? I'm just here. And that was the most strong thing that was in my world. Uh, but it definitely, it definitely made me busy about being same. So my parents were very different. My mother used to in those days. Now she's actually more relaxed, but she used to wear saris all the time, which is exotic and stunning and people would like it, but it was adding to the whole, you look so different and you are so different and everything about you is so different uh, as a problem. So that was, it was a mixed thing of enjoying whatever I could enjoy from my culture and my background and my parents' life as a confusion of I should actually want my parents to be white and like everybody else mm. so, and myself included. Yeah. 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 That is yeah. It, it. Well, where my head just went and we can reel my head back in that does happen, but um, is that you said <laughs> you sent a video for my daughter, Shyla, um, when she yeah. was being bullied and yeah. um, that video like brought me to tears, like, with your empowerment now of her being in a similar situation that you were in of like being criticized and chastised for being so different and how you have, like you invited her to this space and it wasn't even with, it was so much with the energy that you were being with like, Hey baby, this changes, this is not how it is forever. And I, so I would love to hear where that started to be a different point of view for you and where you started to go, you know what, wait a minute, how do I like choose this difference to create with? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that was confusing for me is that whenever I would, so every summer we would go to India and in India, I was treated like the white girl. <laughs> so in India, they would be like, oh yeah, the white girl. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm the not white girl. And uh, make fun of how I speak Tamil. And like, so it was literally like, okay, I'm fucked up whenever, wherever I am. Like when I'm in India, I'm not Indian enough. When I'm in uh, Holland, I'm not Dutch enough. And that was what really confused me so much. And as I was growing older, and I would say around my 16th year, I started to really look at like, hey, what if I can actually take the best of both worlds? And that is something that really changed, started to kind of relax me more uh, about all the, you know, proving in India that I'm in Indian and proving in Holland I'm Dutch. And it started to just make me a bit more like, hey, what if, what if I can go about the whole thing in a different way? Yeah, that was around my 16th year. And then that like unraveled as I went along. I was, my parents were all, always interested in spiritual practice. They got me to access actually, which is interesting. And so that was like a whole journey that started to unfold where I speak fluent Tamil, I speak fluent Dutch. So I am very much belonging to those countries. But I also started to see like, hey, what if I don't have to belong? Because the whole thing of sameness was more about belonging for me um, than being same. It was more like, hey, I'm part of this group, but you're making me an outsider. Why are you separating? Why are you rejecting me? And I started to see like, hey, I'm in a very unique position where I can actually have more than one world as my world. And that was such a game changer. And then when I met Axis, it just went 
like on steroids. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what tools could we offer our listeners? Like somebody who doesn't know what access consciousness is, doesn't, hasn't even been invited yet to ask a question. So yeah. what you showed me right now is that tool, like your point of view creates your reality. So one, in one point of view, you were the victim to the circumstance and in changing mm. the point of view, you, you had more available to you than anyone else. And you could create with it, but standing yeah. in the same position, you could see two totally different realities. So can you, can you, in, in what Kalpana knows about this tool, can you, can you share that, um, as you would when you're facilitating my friend? I would say it's really like we have this tool called what's right about this that I'm not getting. And that is the energy of this for me. Uh, like, Hey, what's right about this? Holy shit. I'm, I'm not necessarily rejected in both worlds. I'm actually having more than I am having more than others. That's what's right about this. I don't belong anywhere. And that makes me in a way the, the lucky one, even because I can have since I don't belong, I can go anywhere because I know people, my friends would be like, you're such a chameleon. You're like super fine with us in school. And we would go for drinks and blah, blah, blah. And then you come in your home and you just transform and you fit in there too. And I used to first see that as a wrong thing. And then I started to see that like, oh, that's the two worlds I have available and more than two, right? That's my world. So what's right about this that I'm not getting would be an amazing question to unlock you out of it as a problem and actually start to see that it's actually a possibility. Yeah. Thank you for that. So, um, on your story, um, with your journey, so you find the access tools and yeah. was it like this, I'm all in Were there, was there a place where you were like, I don't know about this stuff. Like what was your first experience like with access? I literally was like, I, my, so my, this was, my dad sent me a link. Well, my dad sends me a lot of stuff. So half of the time I'll delete him, be like, yeah, thanks dad. And delete it. I was smart. Cause I didn't with this one. I keep telling him like, your daughter is smart somehow. Cause this one, I was like, I have to listen to this one. So it was a CF that had an interview and he was like, I think you should hear this. And I was really like, oh my God. And it was just like, I, there, it was just speaking to something that I always knew and that I thought I was crazy for thinking or having as my, uh, in my world, I just, it was like love at first sight energy. It was just like, oh God, this, this, and I just went, um, and I'm somebody who, if, if it's, if it's yes, it's, you know, typical 200%. So th that, uh, that was it. It was so clear. It was what I was waiting for that. I didn't even know, knew that existed truly. Yeah. I love that. I, I had a totally different experience. <laughs> Dane invited me to the access tools. Dr. Dane here is my older brother and he is one of the co-creators of access consciousness. If I haven't told anybody on this podcast yet. And, um, he found the bars and he was like, you got to come up to my apartment. It was like two hours, uh, north of me. And he's like, I want to do this thing on the bars on it's called the bars on you. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I went, and got my bars. <laughs> on and I was, I was like, that was a really great nap. Thank you so much. And then cut to 15 years later before I really started to like create with the tools. Um, so if you're listening to this and your journey doesn't sound like either one of us, like have your own journey, please. Um, because, um, it's what creates for you. Absolutely. So my friend, um, this other, this other 
beautiful part of you is, um, your dance company. And I'm wondering, um, if you can talk to, so I'm here in LA and there are a lot of people, a lot of transplants, a lot of people who come here to, um, become something if you will. And, um, what happens so that I find so like as wow, English, um, owning a hair salon and, and, and also doing work like on set and, mm-hmm. and creating with actors and actresses and all sorts of things. Um, yeah. I've seen that someone, this world will like take the thing that's so different often. And then, um, almost try to like bastardize it to fit this other reality. So like Hollywood, right. So like, I am this thing that is so different here. And then I come to Hollywood and then it becomes like homogenized. And I'm just wondering if you can talk about like the beauty that I've experienced watching your videos of like the invitation you're being for people to actually celebrate their difference and be what is like true for them in their art form. If you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think art, um, can be so many things for people. And I think as an artist, I'm mostly a choreographer now, I have this idea that I want to share with the world. And how do you do that? Like, you want to say something in your way, right? It's like, it's a sharing of the energy of you. And and I don't know if I answer your question, if that's the right way of putting it, but it's really where I started to see, like, that's where you have to kind of trust yourself like hey this is the way I want to show up today this is what I want to share in this way today and um there's some it's like the new thing is all in art is all about being different you know being new uh, doing something completely that nobody has done and at the same time there are all these unspoken rules about how you must be different which is the whole conflict you know it's like be different but obviously be different in this way so that you're same in being different and that's been um a challenge for me where I was like, okay, but I'm supposed to be different. So shouldn't I just do it my way? And it's like, no, 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 that's the wrong way. I'm going to give you, you know, two stars instead of five stars, in the newspaper, you know, for the review. And it was, it's really been about um, that whole thing that came up with the two worlds, like trusting, trusting yourself, like, Hey, this is the way, just like, this is the dress I want to wear, or this is what I want to choose. Um, it's, it's always a big invitation for me with my art to, to, to be what I am today and bring that out through the work and using other bodies and other people in a way and their ideas to bring that forth. I have no idea if this answers your question by any, because, but it's really like, yeah, this is the being, the, the, the being different, but not having to actually adhere to the rules of being different. So then you, like I said, you might get five stars, or you might get two stars and actually like, being okay with either and I remember I had a show and the same show got like two stars and four stars in two different newspapers and I was telling my dancers hey guys neither make any difference because in the end of the day are you proud of what you presented to the world and if I'm proud of what I create I'm happy if people like it and I'm sorry if they didn't like it it's their right to like it it's their right to not like it but I have to be excited about it and that journey is huge as an as a person to have that kind of trusting so it's always a big trust um trust exercise also you know to create that way can you talk a little bit about um what it looks like to receive judgment and not have to fight it like receiving good judgment receiving bad judgment and then where we go to like oh the two star person must be wrong and you're you're delivering something so major right now so if you guys 
didn't receive what was just said, please rewind and listen to this beautiful (laughs) woman again, (laughs) because, um, looking at it being their right to like it or not like it. Like, I don't have to go prove, like change your point of view about me. I don't have to do anything different in order to get you to like me. And that is not just about your art, but about your being. Um, so can you, can you, you know, riff a little bit about like the receiving of judgment and what that might look like for somebody? I think it's also really where we learn to make everything personal and that's like if you're just like hey the apple in the grocery store that you're not taking is not crying that you didn't take it and put it in your basket it's not personal and it's something similar but we make it so personal and then we don't get that and um I've had people like literally come up to me like even from one side of the theater to the other to come and tell me that I did not like my work and I've really been like, I'm so sorry for you, but that's it. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry you spent an hour of not having a good time. I can't give you your money back, but I'm sorry. And it's really about like, in a way, like relaxing into like, hey, but I'm I'm sorry for you, but I fucking loved it. <laughs> and so the judgment that people throw at you, like I didn't like it or it should have been like this. You know, um, if you would have done that, it would have been so much better. It's really about like, hey, you can receive. Sometimes somebody says something and I'm like, oh, wow, that's really, I never thought of that for the next show. I'm going to take it with me. So not having to reject also anything people say. Or if they say it was amazing and blah, blah, and positive judgment, where you're also like, I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. And yeah, really not make it personal and receive whatever gift is there because there's a gift uh, if you're not, if you don't go into rejecting or burying yourself in the ground because somebody said something nasty to you about it. Um, what I've learned, it's not been easy. Honestly, I've, I remember, you know, national newspaper and they're like, yeah, called me a and made a new piece, but really, blah, 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 and you're like, ah. and it was a training of of realizing, like, first of all, I was saying the other day to somebody, if you need a review to see a show, gosh you're not very bright I think you should just choose yourself if you need somebody's opinion to choose if you should see a show I you know I'm sorry for you and if people don't like it yeah really disconnecting from that as a truth Um, and that's muscle training like I said I used to not have you know an easy time with it and I learned to really see that it's not about anybody because whatever the judgment is it has nothing to do with you and the more I started to live that and know that for myself the more I could give that energy to my team because the performers are so vulnerable they're just out there really like every time I work with them even in rehearsals and we're sharing material I'm like wow you're just so vulnerable with your body with your being and may that be a gift for those who receive it you know Thank you for that. And, and just to deduce a little bit is like, what would it, what does it look like to walk through the world knowing nothing's personal? Cause when it yeah. feels so personal, I love that you said, it's like, you know, building the muscle of that is to really go, you know what, this is this person's whole life story wrapped up into one moment that created their point of view about me. And it is not about me. Um, mm-hmm. and the access tools really start to give you the freedom to like ask the questions and look at what you'd like to create in the world without having to be the victim to anybody else's reality ever again. And, um, I will not sit here on this podcast and act like I don't still like cave in the face of judgment sometimes. And I don't still make it more real than it needs to be absolutely. But I have the tools to like, walk me out of that, like dark cave (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. But true story. It's really not about being perfect or being like, yeah. it's just being able to, if that occurs, to step out of it quicker or snap out of it and see how you get affected less and less because these tools are so magical and powerful. Yeah. And um, I think it's also really good to realize, like for me, it's really like, hey, I will, you know, I have no uh, shame to say like, hey, I used to have a hard time. I would have a bad review and I would be crying or I would be like, wow, and I would be so upset and I would really be busy with it. And as I started to strengthen the muscle of receiving everything, including intense judgment, I started to see like, hey, this is, this is everybody will have an opinion. You cannot control that. And if you are happy, like, it's like you're wearing a really fabulous dress and everybody hates it. It's like, you have to look at it. So I'm sorry for you, but I'm having a really good time here. And that, that relaxation with your choices, you know, that just doesn't come in a, in, in one moment, but it, it will come more and more to you as you are tenacious also, right. In, in going like, Hey, I, I'm not choosing to get affected. And like you said, be the victim anymore. Thank you so much for that. One last question. I ask everybody who comes on the podcast, the same question. The show's title is the power of being you. Mm -hmm. If you had to write the show's description, telling people what the power of being you is, what would you say? So is this the power of being you in general or about me or both? Boo-boo, however you want to answer it, be you <laughs> and answer it. <laughs> I would say the power of being you is the power of enjoying life in all its colors and shades and textures and um, tastes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so if our listeners would like to find out more about all the things that you create, how can they find you? My very easy name. <laughs> <laughs> dot com uh, kalpanaraguraman.com will take you to my website where you can see what I'm up to yeah <laughs> awesome thank you so much for joining me today I am so grateful for you sending you a great big hug and I can't wait to see you somewhere around the world thank you Sarah it was wonderful and thanks for having me and everybody thanks for listening bye 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 Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about Being You or to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?